Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. We are on episode five. We've made it somehow, some way. There's been a few issues over the last few weeks. Um, personal stuff going on, just to let you know. But we're back on track. I'm getting these interviews in. Uh, this interview today is a guest who is returning. It's Mike Mad Dog Angus from TNT Wrestling. He's the announcer there. Absolute joy to get him on again. And uh, we we go back and forth. We have a good rapport with one another. Bit of comedy, the back and forth actually. It just it, it feels natural this one, so it's great to get him back on. So let's get straight into it. This is Mike Mad Dog Angus, episode five on Stu's Wrestling Podcast. It is my esteemed pleasure to have returning on Stu's Wrestling Podcast, Mr. Mike Mad Dog Angus. How's it going, Mike? Hey, Stu, great to hear from you, mate. How are you? Not too bad, pal, not too bad. Uh, lovely having you back on, mate. I appreciate this. Yeah, good to speak to you, no problems at all, dude. What's been happening, Mike? Uh, I think we should maybe talk about TNT, what's been going on show-wise. Open. Definitely, yeah. We've just uh, we've had Ignition yeah. uh, just last week. Um, that was a great show. That's the side that had uh, Jody Fleisch and in the main event there in a triple threat so, uh, against... Uh, El Fantasmo as well. El Fantasmo won that one. So he's going to progress to go and face Ray Phoenix at Supreme Extreme, which is our next show, which is on Thursday, Thursday, the 18th of April, which right. is going to be Infusion in Liverpool. So that's our big show coming up. Yeah. So we're uh, able to get over for that one, dude. You get um, I can ask, I can ask the boss man, mate. We'll see what he says. Uh, hopefully, hopefully I am there, but you know, because um, it's our birthdays that week. Yeah, it's going to be. A, that's but I will try. It's going to be absolutely sick. You know, we've got uh, we've got Pack. Yeah. We've got Pentagon Junior. We've got Ray Phoenix, El Fantasmo, and uh, all sorts of other stars over for that one. So it's going to be an absolute cracker. Chock a block. Uh, oh, it is, mate. I'm really looking forward to that. So, uh, and I know uh, the after show party is going to be back with a bang at that one as well. So, uh, yeah. So it's going to be a. Uh, 
a really good night. Are you at, um, so, did I did I read correctly? You're at Electric Warehouse for the after party. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I thought it was thought I'd read that. Crazy house. Yeah, yeah, I know it well, mate. My university days. Oh, I bet. Yeah, they've uh, well, they always look after us in there and there. Last time we had Tony Storm and Session off doing a conga line round the place, so uh, we'll see what happens this time. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be full of incidents again. That's it, mate. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, going from strength to strength at TNT. I've had loads of people messaging me for tickets. Uh, yeah. If anyone does need tickets, they can contact me on the old uh, Facebook. Yeah. Or just drop me a message, and I'll, uh, you know, I can sort them out without booking fees. So, say if uh, go for a ringside world and paying booking fees extra. So. Uh, yeah, you can go direct yeah. to you. Yeah. Yeah. And, That's al- it, yeah. and also Jay as well, isn't it? You know, if people know yeah, of Jay, Jay's you the can... man. Yeah, he's the, he's the boss man. So yeah, feel free to go. You can hit go him at... Jay or give me a call, whatever, whatever you need. Get your tickets sorted though, because. Uh, this one will sell out, I think. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, like I say, go back to that chocker, chocker block, isn't it? It's got you got got some fantastic guys on that one. Some of the oh, some exactly. of the best in the biz. So yeah, yeah. really yeah. looking forward to that. So it's going to be great. Um, I'm going to segue here a little bit, mate, because we didn't touch yeah. we didn't touch upon this in the first episode. Just some tips on announcing, mate. Uh, yeah. How you? My main tips. Uh, my main tips is to get everyone's names right is the first thing. Yeah. Make sure you've got your uh, you've spoke to the guys beforehand on ladies and got their details what they want what exactly what they want you to say and uh, just you just got to do your best. Make sure you engage with the crowd. Yeah. Have a good laugh. Enjoy yourself out there. And uh, you know if you do make a mistake, you, you know it's bound to happen every now and again. In, in my first uh, first ever show for uh, TNA. I, uh, for uh, TNT, I announced it as TNA. <laughs> uh, it's all right, Mike. Well, you know, hey, it's, it, I suppose, just, just learning. That's it, exactly. You learn you from it. You get used to it as well. You, you, and you're saying things over and over again. So, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of the guys now who I'm working with, I've worked with them a few times, but every show there's somebody new who I've not worked with, you know, so yeah. I have a little chat to them, introduce myself, and uh, get their details down and make sure... You know, yeah. you want to give them the best announcement you can, don't you? And uh, you know, obviously, Davy Star's the one. You know, you get his uh, his full fifteen nicknames. If you get that right, you're doing well. Yeah, you're on. You? You're on. You're on course. We like David Star. Yeah, I always aim to. Uh, I, I start, when I started, I used to use cards and have everything written down on cards. But right. I, I've stepped away from that now. So yeah. When we worked at the O2, uh, we started working without cards or anything. So I was learning everything. Uh, prior to the matches, but you know that you, you put a bit of pressure on yourself doing that. But as long as you you smash it, that's what I think is the true talent. You know when you're uh, when you're nailing them introductions without having to read off cards and stuff. You know so yeah, I think that that separates the uh, the good ring announcers from the uh, from the crap ones really. <laughs> hey mate, they didn't they didn't bloody boo you off, did they? When you said TNA, you know a bit like when Hogan cocked up. Uh, he said the uh, Silverdome, didn't he? Oh mate, that was one of my favourite botches ever. That was great, wasn't it? In the silver dome, brother. Did you get? You didn't. You didn't get booed by the crowd when you said TNA. Oh no. All oh, right. They okay. have a good bit of banter. We've got a good, uh, yeah, good little gang of crowd there. And that was, to be fair, that was when it was in its infancy in about uh, 2015. So uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone else even noticed apart <laughs> from me, to be honest. They were either uh, they were either drunk, yeah, or as you say, they didn't notice. 
That's it, exactly. Uh, yeah, or if they did, no one said anything. The, uh, the, the one the other month we had uh, Davy Star versus El Fantasmo. Yeah. And uh, as I was doing Davy Star's fifteen name introduction, mm-hmm. El Fantasmo starts dressing me up with his glasses and his uh, and his jacket, and Davy Star's looking at looking at me, laughing away. And as he's laughing, he's like, "Have you got this?" I'm like, "Of course I've got it." But that, I was up to the bit where, where he's really good on Twitter and missed that one out, and I was like, "Oh no, absolutely ruined me that." <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the only things that plays on your mind after. It's like, "Oh no, I forgot he's really good at Twitter." Yeah. David's like, "You forgot Twitter, you know?" I was like, "Ah oh, no." <laughs> oh, at least well. I wasn't reading it. Over. That was from memory, so uh, you know you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> that's it, mate. How how do you keep the full attention of the crowd? But obviously, you know that's a bit. That question's a bit. Yeah. How how do you keep the attention of the crowd? And and oh, mate, I'm just a. You know what I'm like. I'm a lively person. I'm, I'm yeah. You know, I'm active in the ring. I'm uh, I'm bantering. I'm cap, you know keeping everyone's attention loud. You know. So uh, yeah, what I've what I've got to say is important for what's going to happen in the show. So. You know, if you're if you're not listening to me, you're missing something important. You know, <laughs> and the way yeah, the way we do it at the moment at TNT is we you know we do, keeping it down to the uh, the bare minimum of talking. It's all about the wrestling. Oh, you know? cool. So, uh, yeah. You know, we might have a little bit of a I have to mention the raffle or whatever, but apart from that, it's, yeah, yeah, it's straight into it. You know, how you love that match. Yeah. Here we go. Look what we've got coming up next. Boom! It's this. You know. Smash the place out, you know. <laughs> where, where are you? Uh, where would you be looking to improve if you're announcing? If you, if you need to improve. You know what? I think um, just making sure I've got my notes down. It's better. It's better if you're organised beforehand. You know what matches are coming up on the yeah. card. You know who you're working with. You know where they're going with the storylines because obviously you've got to announce your, you know, your heel and face in a different way slightly. You know, um, and just you know, the more you know about your product and what you're doing and what the guys are doing. The better you'll be, you know. If, and if you know, if you can have a bit of interaction with them, if they if they if they want to do that, you know, just go with it and see what happens. Yeah. Have you Unless got it's that pit bull? By the way. Sorry. That pit bull. Are you familiar with him? Uh, no, no of him because obviously you know he's done he's done stuff up in uh, at Britannia. Well, yeah, he's got some sort of issue with me, mate. I tell you, any time we're on Wrestle Island, he's he's always after me. So I'm ring announcing, or uh, the other month I won the award for um, best ring announcer yeah. MC in the UK, and I was accepting my award yeah. and going to send the video over to the guys, and uh, he came out and uh, said, "Don't you turn your back on me," and uh, threw me across the ring for no reason. Was that was that uh, in character, or has he done that just as himself? I think well, I, I think he's just a nasty little bastard, you know. What? Well. There's no, there's no place for it in the business, then, is there? Exactly. Yeah, and the commentary team said that at the time. I look back to see it back on the DVD, like see, see what you know, see what was said. But yeah, you can check it out on my uh, Facebook. Page I'll have, I'll have a nosy at that, mate. I mean, dog Angus, yeah, check it out, see what you think. Night, nice, shocking, shocking behaviour. A little uh, lad was there in the crowd as well. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice little plug there, Mike. <laughs> hey, well done there. You got that one in, didn't you? It's hey. Beautiful, mate. Oh, but I mean, I mean, he's been in the business many years. Like, no, I'm sure he was just playing to the crowd. But we'll we'll see it the next yeah, year. Yeah, of course. See yeah. what happens. I might have to have a little word with him, to be honest. Yeah, hey, I'm not a little guy myself, you know. I, I, well, well, I know that, mate. And also, you'd be getting out that bloody suit if he carries it on. 
that's it. Well, Baron Corbin wrestles in a waistcoat, doesn't he? So you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, keep the waistcoat on, mate. Just as long, just just as long as you don't look like you're at the uh, crucible for the snooker, mate. You'd be all right. Hey, well, exactly. That's happened a few times. I had the uh, the old tux when I first started. Yeah. Got a few different suits now. Like obviously, that's one of my other things there. If you're ring announcing, get yourself some nice gear. <laughs> That's it, mate. That's it. You know, it's all about your appearance. It's all about your appearance, I'm sure, isn't it? That's you know, that's the key thing with it. Yeah. So, um, what about yourself, Stu? What you been up to? What have I been up to? Uh, yeah. Just obviously, just getting more more of these episodes together, uh, mithering people to come on. Um, yeah. Uh, tried one with uh, Max Davis last night, or obviously our referee up in. Britannia and obviously your referee for TNT, but we had some issues. Yeah, of course. We've had some issues. Best bailer in the UK, isn't he? Yeah, we've had we've had, we've had some issues. We've had some issues uh, with the recording though. Oh nightmare! Uh, so he said, "Look, it's fine. We've had a test run. Uh, don't worry about it." He told me last night. It's because he's out in the hills, isn't it? Well, that's it, mate. That's it. <laughs> that's well. Oh no, he probably won't want to come on now, and I've agreed with that. Uh, He'll be fine. But yeah, no, it was a good lad. It was a good. It, we'll we'll do it again. Um, it was no. It really. What we were talking about was very good. Uh, and obviously, obviously, it's just getting different people at grassroots level on the show. I'm not just after wrestlers. I want all the different personalities uh, and all you know, people like yourself ring announcing. You don't hear from. Mate, there's so many. There's so many great people in uh, in you know in the industry who are uh, you know who are passionate about wrestling and know a lot about it. And, yeah. You know, they're, you know those people as well. They're not the stars, but as well they're there. You know, and uh, they see what happens. And you know they're uh, they're passionate about the business, and that's what you need. So. That was that was very much that was what you've just said there. Sorry, I keep putting in. That was very much akin to what he was saying last night. You know, uh, the talent is there first and foremost, isn't it? And that's what the fans come to see. But it's everyone backstage. It's all of you as a collective. Exactly. For it to be a good show, it's all got to come together. Yeah, yeah. And you need. Uh, you know, you need it to it's needed to work. And that and that's what us fans miss, you know. Um, sometimes I think. Yeah, but I reckon if you showed up to a show and the ring wasn't set up and stuff, you'd know straight away, oh hang on, what's going on here? <laughs> or uh, you know, if there's no one on there or anything and it's like uh there's yeah. two people on ticket t- tickets and it's all going tits up, you know, uh yeah. Many, you know that's not an organised show. <laughs> many many spokes in the wheel, Mike, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, mate. You know, I try and uh, when I get to the show, my first thing to do is uh, meet up with everybody, talent liaison, make sure I have a chat to everybody, get all the details down, and then I, uh, as soon as we open the doors, I run the VIP bit at the start. Yeah. Make sure that's all smooth. Yeah. Aces in places. Make sure you've got your ring guys. Make sure you've got all your talents who are doing photos ready. Yeah. Make sure the man Tony Knox is ready to take them pictures. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it. it. Make sure you you just want the show to run smooth. And that takes a lot of pressure off everyone if it's uh, if you run into time, if yeah. you, you know everything's organised, if everyone's there. You tend to find a lot of time wrestlers can get caught in traffic jams if they're coming from you know different cities and stuff. So yeah. uh, sometimes you have to change the show on the fly and uh, you know rearrange the card and stuff yeah. from how you had it. But as long as the, the fans don't know and it's uh, and it all seems to come together, it's uh, that's what matters, you know. And you want a smooth running show, you want it to be seamless. So. That's how we go for it. How <laughs> how early do you turn up at Fusion then? To, to, obviously uh, obviously to do the all show, this. Normally we open, open the doors for VIP at six. 
most of the time I'll be I'll be heading over for two or three normally. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it depends if I'm uh, if I'm going in my uh, to help set up the ring or uh, anything else like that that needs doing beforehand, or if I'm just going straight to ringing out. Uh, yeah. I'm able to shop a little bit later, but we always arrange that in advance. Yeah. And we've got quite a de- we've got a decent ring crew at the moment. Uh, you know, so they uh, they, they get they get that all set up before I'm even there sometimes. So, but uh, if I can help, I will. You know, so get involved. The more stuff you can do to help, yeah. the more you're. Uh, you know, the better it is. <laughs> are they are they all are they all local your ring crew or are they coming from further afield? Uh, we're getting people from all over the show now, actually yeah. to be fair. Uh, a lot of the guy guys from the world who uh, you know are working their way up through the industry. People from Manchester, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of Liverpool people as well, but uh, yeah, we've got a decent crew at the moment. Well, that's good man. Yeah, you know, they all work hard, so Yeah, of course. No, oh, very, very good, mate. Have you got any advice? This is I'm going back off here a bit. Uh, have you got any advice for budding announcers, like young people who want to go into announcing? Yeah, well, I've spoken to a couple of people recently who are looking looking at it. You know, it's uh, it's it's looking what other people are doing. Before I started doing it, I'd already been to a lot of wrestling shows. I yeah, uh, you know, I've seen uh, people like Tony Schimmel, the Fink. Uh, you know, I've seen loads, loads of ring announcers before. Uh, I used to see the, uh, I liked Billy Kirkwood from ICW, he's good banter. And uh, I believe it's uh, Richard Park who does PC, PCW shows. Yeah. I've uh, been to quite a few of them in the past before I started doing it. And it's just, uh, it's just engaging with the crowd, you know, having a bit of banter, but not going OTT. And just, uh, you know, if, you've, if you're loud and if you're, uh, Passionate about it, people can tell. Like you know, they know if they can. If you're not enjoying it, you know, or you're not you're not feeling it, the, the crowd can tell straight away. You know, yeah. and they're not gonna not gonna enjoy it. But uh, you know, I I love what I'm doing, and uh, you know, I think that comes from my work. So you can see. <laughs> yeah, you're brilliant. You are brilliant. If I do say so myself. Um, next one. I just can't wait for that. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be something else, and it'll be uh, you know. You can you can tell how excited I am sometimes when I'm in the ring. Yeah. If I'm going up onto the top rope to announce a match, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what does Jay you know What does Jay good. say when you do that though? Does he have panic panic on him or does he just let you do whatever? Oh no, he's uh, he keeps me reined in. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say if like I'm going on, if I'm going off on a uh, on a tangent somewhere, like telling stories about one of my yeah. mates or something to the fans, it's. Uh, you know, if they're enjoying it, he enjoys it. But after time, it's uh, yeah. you know, just stick to stick to the topic, Matt Doug. <laughs> so I do most of the time. Because I'm not. I'll tell you something. You, I won't be rolling if you fall. I'm not. I'm not bloody rolling in that ring because I'll end up tripping over the rope or something. You know, to cover you. Oh mate, I'm fine. I'll land it. All right, okay. All right, and <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I've been to All Star Wrestling with Dean Allmark. You know, he's what he's the best coach in the country. Right. Okay. Yeah, you know, if you know. I me, if I let me car crash over yeah, I might have been wrestling by now. You never know. <laughs> you can take, you can take a bump. That's it, exactly. Yeah. I can, uh, yeah. I can. Uh, it's me forward roll that lets me down. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, Mike, um, how how was Vegas? Oh, mate, yeah, we went to Vegas. Me and the four horsemen. Yeah. We're all four horsemen. Went to Vegas. Right. We had uh, had a brilliant time. I, uh, I did sneak me Nature Boy outfit into me hand luggage, so when the guys were all asleep on the plane on the nine-hour flight, I put the uh, Nature Boy outfit on and was strutting and wooing about the plane, woke everyone up. <laughs> what did what did the cabin crew have to say? 
loved him. Did they, yeah? Uh, oh, that's amazing. They all wanted photos with us and yeah. everything, so, uh, yeah, good banter. I, I presume you had underpants on underneath, mate. Oh, yeah, no. Right, okay, I thought you... Pr- this time. It's, it's been out a few times, that Nature Boy outfit. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to put its chronicled story up onto my Facebook. It's, uh, I made it a few years ago for a fancy dress party, but it's been to, uh, it's been to TNA Impact when the nature's been on, actually. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's been around for a few years, that outfit. It's a, been one of the uh, longest-running fancy dresses I've had that. Yeah. The nature. Yeah. And we uh, rocked up to Vegas. We were in New York, New York Hotel, so that was class. Yeah. Um, a little bit of gambling, bit of drinking. Yeah. Some women. <laughs> Some, what was that? Some Women? Women? Yeah, oh yeah, couple. That's a bit of a rare Royal Rumble '92 quote. That one from the Nature. Yeah. Was... <laughs> but uh, no, we had a, we had a great time. We went to the um, went to the Vegas sign, went around all the hotels, went to a few nice restaurants. Yeah. And uh, while we were there, we hired a car, drove down to uh, down to LA as well. Went to the Staples Center in downtown LA, and uh, popped to Hollywood as well. Did the Walk of, Walk of Fame on how, the stars. How far away is LA from there, then, mate? It's about four hours. Right, okay. I thought I thought you were gonna say shorter than that. No, the yeah. legend the legend that is Texas Pete opted to drive, so he drove us down from there. Uh, and it was snowing in Vegas, would you believe, while we were there? You are joking. No, no, it was snow, it was the first time it snowed in eight years, they were saying. And uh, all the staff in the places were out filming it and stuff, so uh yeah, it just for the first two days it was snowing. No it was way. When we had that little heat wave here. Yeah, yeah. Vegas and it was snowing. <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't write it, could you? Exactly. So when we drove down to LA, yeah. it was actually snowing as we went over the mountains. Yeah. And uh, we, you take the I-15 down to LA, and we stopped at uh, Peggy Sue's fifties diner. <laughs> yeah. Got some uh, retro diner food, and then uh, yeah, it was it was snowing all the way when we got to LA. It was sunny, so uh, that was nice. We went to the Rainbow. Um, on Sunset Boulevard, which is the uh, where Lemmy used to drink. Right. And uh, they've got his statue there, so we oh, saw that. Nice touch. And, uh, yeah, we did a little pilgrimage there, and obviously they had the uh, they've got the Hollywood Vampires lair upstairs there as well. Right. That's where the Hollywood Vampires meet. So uh, yeah, we popped into that a few beers in there, and then uh, yeah, we were lucky driving back because the motorway had been shut, or the free freeway they call it. It was shut all day because of the snow. And yep. when we drove back, because it was late at night, it was fine, back on track, open again. And then the weather was nice for the rest of the week, so it was good. Good stuff, mate. I didn't realise you'd done LA. I'd obviously, yeah. I'd obviously seen that you'd gone to Vegas, like, oh, that's brill. Good it's stuff. Boss, yeah. Good stuff, we mate. Pop to the MGM Grand, that's where they're holding the, the um, AEW show, isn't it? Right, okay. A few of my friends are going over for that. That should be, uh, wow. that should be really good. I'm jealous. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be epic. That they're uh, they've, they've got big ideas, and I'm sure they'll uh, they'll do well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Cody Rhodes is a great guy. When we uh, met him the other month, he was uh, just everything he does. You know, he's professional, and uh, he's learned from his time in WWE, and he knows exactly what he's doing. So uh, I believe anything that he's running will be uh, a success. You know, Top notch. Absolutely. Exactly. Uh, mate. What happened in Guy Fieri's place with them nachos as well? Oh mate, what? Guy Fieri's was great. What was he? What was he playing at? We know he lived. Trash can nachos there. Uh, that's the the thing to go for. That the trash can nachos. Yeah. One of the best starters I've ever had. 
Why didn't it stay upright? That's what I want to know. Oh, mate, you have to watch the video. Have you not seen the video? Yeah, no, I've, I've seen the video, yeah. That cheese sauce holds them up. <laughs> the, second one, the second one stayed up. Oh, that stayed up better, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. If you watch it on his... Uh, there's a couple of videos online, and I'll, I'll have to send them over to you, but he, uh, he's done some crackers with them where they, where they stay standing and all that. They're yeah. really good. Yeah, the little fella f- spilt off first ones, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And all I can hear it is you chanting. It was you chanting him, wasn't it? It wasn't one of the other lads. Oh yeah, it was me. Yeah, it's a tape opposite there. Oh, said something mad. Let's go Nacho in it. Let's go Nacho. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the Nacho man. (laughs) Um, Mike, uh, congratulations as well on the Independent Wrestling Award Announcer of the Year. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, I voted. Voted for me as well. You know. uh, a real, uh, real honour that, that everyone took the time to vote for me for that. So, uh, yeah, awesome. You know, I, I voted for you, mate. So, thank you so you much. Go. Not a problem, mate. That's, Not a problem. That's what counts, man. And uh, you know, the more things I, I've, I've um, just recently changed jobs, so I am available for a few more bookings now. So, um, if anyone wants to uh, needs a competent ring announcer to come and ring announce their shows, yeah. feel free to get in touch with me. So. Uh, yeah, I've done uh, most recently as well. We did Comic Con the other week. That was good. Yeah, do you know what? I forgot about that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit us, hit us, hit the listeners with uh, Comic Con, mate. I know that yeah, went in Liverpool. Epic, really good day. Loads of great cosplay outfits and everything. Yeah. Uh, we rocked up and there was there was a lot of Power Rangers there. A lot of the original Power Rangers and they must have done how many series of Power Rangers have they done? There was there was a couple from every series I think there. So it was uh, a lot of Power Rangers. But I went to see one person, and that was the icon, Sting. How was Sting? Brilliant. Yeah. Great guy. He's a uh, he's a lot more private than some of the some of the wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is which is a good thing, I think, because it, it keeps a bit of mystique about him. And uh, you know, everything he says was just spot on. You know, he was um, he was good. He was good banter. There was uh, there was one moment where a guy asked him a question. And the guy was, I think, working for the show and was obviously trying to find the next person he was going to ask the question. Sting was like, did you hear what my answer was? <laughs> I was like, no, Sting, I'm sorry, Sting. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I bumped into SoCal Val while we were there. I did a see. interview with Val for Fight TV. Yeah, yeah, so that was yeah, good. she's that... lovely, Val, yeah. She's, um, she's a really great person. And, uh, you know, we went for a couple of drinks with, uh, with Val and her. Uh, uh, husband Al as well afterwards and with the guys from Wrestle Wrestling Travel. Uh Lee McAteer and Ross Orcock there building up that uh, enterprise and um, taking people over to WrestleMania. Yeah. And two other big wrestling shows. Of course. So uh, that's a, that's another good thing to keep your eye on if you're uh, thinking of travelling to any shows in the States as well. Those guys are really uh, providing a great service there from what I can see, so yeah, man. Good, good that you okay. got on. Good, good exposure for your fight TV, mate. Oh, it's you know it's great to chat to people in the industry, and you know Val there, and obviously worked in it for a long time, and knows exactly what she's talking about. Yeah. We, we went to the hotel bar and had a couple of drinks afterwards, and while we're there, you know, Sting came over and said hello to her and everything. So you know, when you see people there like that interacting with each other and know each other, it's great. You know. So yeah. Good to see there's some camaraderie in the business still, you know, because. You know, some of the wrestlers will go home straight after the show, you know, and others will be, you know, we're up for a bit of banter and a good laugh, you know, and a few drinks or whatever. But, uh, you know, it's just that you never know how yeah. people are going to be, do you? <laughs> are you? Are you OK with them, like, sodding off 
Or, or do you think they should yeah. be? Oh, yeah, no, fair play. There's, there's people who come from Scotland to work on our shows and are in work the next morning. Yeah. So, damn right, you do your, do, do your match, you know, and get, get yourself home, you know, thanks so much for coming. Yeah. But, you know, I think if, um, you know, if you, if you come to a show and you've come from five minutes away or whatever and you can get back afterwards, you know, you might as well stay out and sit, you know, meet, meet your fans and everything, you yeah. know. I just think, uh, you know, that's what I always try and do anyway. <laughs> so, Mike, we didn't really touch on it last time. We did talk about St. Valentine's Day Massacre, but maybe if we could extend on pay-per-views that you liked, maybe like years ago, maybe more current, you know, more... Of course. Re- well, uh, one of my... I used to, um, when I was little... We used to get videos from the video shop at the top of the road. Yeah. And the first first couple I got was uh, there was a, like a Hulkamania anthology one, which was quite good, which got me into it at first. Yeah. And then I got uh, WrestleMania four and five they had at the time in the DVD shop. Yeah. So uh, four was a double, well, DVD shop, video shop. It was a VHS. It was two VHSs. So I think I got that because it was still the same price, but it was you got two. So it was like, oh great, I'll get a double double VHS for the weekend. <laughs> take them, take them to the cleaners, I say. If you're getting two, That's mate, it. if you're getting exactly. two, you know, utilise the fact that you've taken two, and yeah. That's it. You see, I knew it even then. <laughs> Especially but, when. Uh, yeah. So the tournament is is one of my favourites. Uh, WrestleMania four. Right. Uh, obviously, but no no spoilers. But uh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> it was a good. Was great, a good. A great little tournament. I love that, and uh, I liked how many matches they had. You know, they. They had a decent roster then, and everybody had a match. Even if it was an entrance and then a one-minute match, it was on there still, you know. Yeah, and yeah. the shit in, you know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was uh, it was just it's great. And WrestleMania Five as well, really enjoyed that. Yeah. And then uh, I really started paying a lot more attention around uh, after watching them videos. And then, uh, you know, I must have had uh, 1992 year in review was one of my favourite videos I had when I was little. And that was, uh, that's just got lo- loads of great bits on it. It's got the rockers split on it. Yeah, it was good. I remember I remember being at my cousin's house watching that, Superstars. Yeah, or, yeah I remember oh, yeah. being in shock. Oh, mate, yeah. that's just such a great angle. That. And, uh, yeah. you know, I lo- love watching that still now. And uh, Marty Gennetti's over in the UK in a couple of months, isn't he? Yeah, I've got Marty on Facebook, I'd noticed... Uh, oh, yeah, we messaged him about Matty uh, is a good well good friend with him and uh, messaged him on Facebook to see if he wanted to catch up for a bit but I think he's uh, on tour at the moment so uh, yeah we didn't end up meeting up with him but uh, when he's over in Liverpool obviously we'll go for a bevy with him yeah definitely he's good fun isn't he oh yeah definitely and uh, I hope uh, you know you don't always get the full story but I hope WWE uh, help him out with his foot I've heard he's hurt uh, one of his yeah. quite badly well, you'd, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? You know. Well, I think they've been really good over the last couple of years, helping, uh, you know, like Razor and uh, Sonny, obviously, with no. their uh, issues or whatever. But I think, uh, you know, like physical injuries as yeah. well are uh, another thing. You know, you need to look after your, uh, the people who've, uh, you know, gone before, don't you? So hopefully they'll, uh, they'll help him out or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it should be good, Dan. That's uh, the For Love of Wrestling convention, which is... Uh, April twenty seventh, twenty eighth, I believe, at the uh, yeah, at the ECCs at the uh, the new convention centre. Yeah, I noticed when I was last up, up that way. Uh, I was there the night before um, the last TNT, not ignition. You know, you you know, your full one. 
Oh, yeah, uh, see, that was when I was in Vegas, unfortunately, I missed that show, that was... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was when I was away. So yeah, I missed that. One, I've, I've noticed. I noticed the convention centre on the front. I've never noticed it before. Yeah, it's it's really good. You know, uh, yeah. that's where the Comic Con was the other week. Yeah, and, uh, they've got the Pullman Hotel attached to it, and it just it, it ran really smoothly. That event actually, I was very impressed. Uh, Monopoly events, I think it was. You ran that. Right, I've okay. Not been to one of their things before, but uh, yeah, yeah, it ran really smoothly. Yeah, good. It was, um, uh, it good. was a good day. Everyone had a good time. So. Yeah, a good precursor actually, from what you're telling me, for this for the love of wrestling going in there. Then the Comic Con, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I thought when I when I went. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, obviously, hopefully, the wrestling will be will be great as well. I'll uh, and then they've got a Future Shock show on in the evening on the Saturday. Right. Got a okay. bit of an after party, and then uh, the man himself take us there on the Sunday. So, uh, yeah, I think he might have been added to the Saturday now as well, but. Uh, I've never met Undertaker before, so I'm going to meet him. So well, I, if I wasn't if I wasn't getting married and what have you, I would have treated I would have treated Gary Palmer to go and see him because he's all me old man's always wanted to go and meet him. Oh yeah. Uh, but obviously, you know, money and what have you, so it'll have to it will happen in years yeah. to come. But yeah, that's one that Dad Dad would love to meet Taker. Oh, that'd be you know it'd be great. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, take us there. There's a few, uh, you know, I've been around wrestling for quite a long time. I've been to WrestleMania 23, yeah. which was in Detroit. I went into that and uh, I travelled on my own to that one just to see what it was like. And, uh, you know, because when you travel on your own, you get access to places that you wouldn't if there was a group of you. Yeah, I yeah. I ended up in a bar after the Hall of Fame drinking with Michael P.S. Hayes and uh, I had a few beers with him and his wife, got introduced to his wife and everything. And, uh, you know, it was great. What what did he what 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 happened? What took place Three that bed. evening? Oh, it was just uh, we built the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and uh, it was in Detroit at the at the Fox Theater, and I I just dived into a little bar afterwards, yeah. and then within sort of ten fifteen minutes, a few of the the guys like came in. It was mainly like the referees and a few agents and stuff, and then yeah, uh, Michael Hayes came in, and I was like, oh my god, it's Michael Hayes. <laughs> what did he What did he have to say, Mike? Mate, he was great. He was yeah. really nice. He was very friendly. Yeah. You know, a lot. Of, you don't want to. You know, people are go, they're going out for a drink to have their dinner or whatever. You don't yeah. want to impose on them. But I was at the bar. I said to him, oh, "Can I get you a drink?" And he goes, "Oh no, kid. I'm getting a bottle of Jack Daniels. I'll get it myself." <laughs> 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 and the, and the, you know what? He was such a nice guy. I just said, "Oh, you know, I've come over from uh, from England, from Liverpool, England." And he was chatting away, and he, he bought himself some sort of share, sharing platter thing for his dinner. He's like, do you want some ribs, kid? I was like, giving me his food. I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> oh, it's, it's good when you get access to him like that, isn't it? Yeah, so he's, you know, just, you know, a lot of people in the industry, they, they are great. They're absolute legends, you know. And, you know, if you've got a story to tell them, they're, they're happy to sit and have yeah. a listen, and they obviously... When you talk to them, you sit on the learning tree, don't you, and listen to what they've got to say. Absolutely. Yeah, another time I went to, uh, I went down to that wrestling convention they did in London in 2015. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to be, and I thought, if I'm going to go to this, I might as well enjoy it. I'll stay in the same hotel it's in, and then I don't have to go trekking all over the place, you know. Yeah. I'm there for the convention, I'll stay in the hotel. But as it was, all of the, all of the wrestlers were staying in the hotel as well. Yeah. So when I'm at the bar... All, all the guys have took the bar over, and it was uh, it was David Heath, uh, Gangrel, yeah. who 
called me over and said, oh, do you want to come and sit with us? Yeah. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, I said, that'd be great. And uh, obviously, from All Star, I know Dean Allmark and, uh, and Terence Lewis, and I said, and Terry had said, oh, if you see Gangrel at this, make sure you tell him I said hi. So I said, oh, you know, Terry Tyson there. Uh, said to say hello and he's like oh Terry you know like, <laughs> I, I used to live in Birkenhead and all that you know so then you get the uh, yeah. all the stories it just extends doesn't it stuff. you can extend it, it yeah. you know one little sentence and then they, you know you've got a story then haven't you that's it and you yeah. know what they're all, they're all great and they were having a yeah. brilliant time um, the only person who was a bit off was uh, Alberto Del Rio yeah I remember you he telling me this very, he just wasn't very friendly no. at all on the, he... on the first day when I was there now and then on the second day he actually came up to me and was like, oh, sorry, I wasn't feeling too great yesterday. I've got a terrible hay fever. <laughs> Ian, like, what the hell? When we were in, um, I'm trying to think where we were. Uh, it would have been New Orleans, right? Um, yeah. For 30. He he had parked, he parked up at our hotel and he'd used the valet. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, he was there with his missus at the time. Um, obviously, he'd had the kids with uh, he, he acknowledged this because we were coming back to the hotel, and uh, he, he acknowledged this. He said, "Hey guys," and all that. He was he was quite. It was only brief. Yeah. But he was all right. He was all right that day outside the hotel. But I had heard, I had heard stories about him. You know, I think like you say, it's just when you catch him sometimes. That's it. I think if you catch people on a bad day, and also you know, if you don't want to disturb people, but I mean, if uh, I, I had bought him a drink anyway, he was fine then. Yeah. <laughs> You got through. Uh, Barry Dawson, smash out of demolition, was uh, was one of the nicest guys there. I was just sitting chatting to them all in there, and they had some great stories to tell and everything. But uh, Barry Dawson, I had a little uh, sit down with him for ten minutes, just having a little chat, and he was such a nice guy. He was just telling telling me all about his time in the industry, and you know, uh, yeah, all the stuff he'd done. Yeah. Obviously, he was the repo man as well. <laughs> I think I scared him when I met him. You know. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah. Um, Billy D was bloody brilliant with me. Uh, yeah. I don't know whether he was having an off day, Barry Dawson. So, um, yeah, but I am a bit intense sometimes. Oh yeah, well there you have it. So <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he's just he's just a nice fella, and uh, the nasty boys were on top form. Yeah, I can well imagine they were causing causing absolute chaos. They were really good bands, though. And uh, yeah, it was just nice to see them all. It, it was nice to see the fact that they're all mates. You know, yeah, they're all buddies. Still and years all later, together for yeah. years, and you know they're all good mates. Yeah. Brett, Brett and uh, Brett was there, and him and Nobs were having a good bit of banter. It was just there. Uh, yeah. Just nice to see, you know, that they all get along and everything. It's uh, you know, it is a brotherhood, really. You know. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, yeah, just, man. I, you yeah, know, I just enjoy meeting them outside, outside the ring as well as watching the. Uh, you got it. do. It's great to meet them, and you know, they're such personalities. It's. Uh, you know, I was buying a drink and, uh, you know, everyone's there for a laugh, aren't they, at the end of the day, you know? We idolised the mic, do you know what I mean? But, going back That's to it. that, they were travelling, you think, for them all still to be mates now, but back in them days, when it was, I don't know, was it 300 days on the road? For yeah. them all still to be friends is a hell of a thing, isn't it? Well, definitely, that's You know, it. it was a lot more intense, I think. I know they have a heavy schedule now, especially WWE, but I think it was... You know, it was more so back then because they were doing like two two events, weren't they? A day, some days, two shows. That's it. It was just so uber organised as well, though, wasn't yeah. it? You know, yeah. You know, obviously, yeah. But they've all uh, the ones you see now at these conventions. They've been doing it their whole lives, and it's like absolute legends. A lot of them. 
And you know, it, it, it's good. It's good that they're nice to us, like, you know. Yeah, because they don't need to be. They don't no, need no, to no, talk not... to people. But at the end of the day, um, you know, they always say they do it for the fans, and that's it. You know, if, you, uh, if you're polite to them, you have a good laugh with them, and you, you sound yourself, and, you know, get them a drink in or whatever, then I'm sure a lot of them will take the time to have a chat that's to you, it. you know what I mean? That's and if it. they don't want to, that's you know, respect them for that. That's a that's their choice, isn't it? <laughs> how, how have you found the uh, WrestleMania, the road to WrestleMania? What you thought? This year's. What? I've only caught up on highlights really. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. The show, um, I believe it's in Easter holidays again, which is good. So um, my son will probably watch it with us. Oh, nice. Um, so uh, yeah, he watched last year. Yeah, he's, he's not a huge fan, but he uh, he watches a bit, you know, with his old man. <laughs> That's where hey, that's it. He'll be the next generation, Mike. That's it, yeah. That's what we've got to keep it. We've got to keep it going. I tell you. Yeah, you know what I feel this year. I feel like the road to WrestleMania has been a bit longer than some years, and I don't know if I'm not sure about where they've been going with some of the stories. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll all come together. I I'm for thinking on the night. I think it's going to deliver because sometimes when they when you don't expect it to deliver. Um, it, it coagulates and it, you know, something. I, I've got a funny feeling. I've, I've known it like years before when we've flown out there, and you're a bit like, yeah. how's it going to be? How's it going to be? I really think it's going to, like, why, you know, they're all moaning about Kurt Angle facing Corbin. I don't think that's necessarily wrong that he's facing Corbin. He's obviously passing a torch onto him. They've had a program together. Um, it would make sense for him to face Corbin, but I'm not necessarily sure that's where they're going with it. I think there could be a swerve yet on that. Do you? Yeah, I, I could see him face. I could see him facing who everyone wants him to face. <laughs> who, who's that, Mike? Well, I think everyone's begging for it to be John Cena. Uh, well, yeah, so sort of red mate, but you know some of these fans, I tell you. But you're allowed your opinion, aren't you? That's my. That's it. That's it's my. The same people who've booed Cena. Yeah, yeah. Come back and face yeah. Kurt Angle, maybe. More, <laughs> hey, more faces in the town hall clock, if you ask me, but hey, yo. Do you know what I mean? That's it. That's it. Everyone's got their opinions, though, and you've got to uh, That's respect it. them for that. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I personally have seen Kurt have a lot of great matches. Oh, mate. Uh, he's incredible. You know, he, obviously, he's had to slow it down a bit now with age, but yeah, sorry, mate. Jumped in. I don't want Kyle, mate, with the injuries he's had, though, where he, um, you know, it's testament to him that he's carried on. Well, he, he hasn't needed to, and yet he's still, you know, smashing out them great matches. You can see how, how hard he tries. You know, even if uh, the old body doesn't always deliver, he's, uh, he's doing the best he can, and, you know, it's, uh, he's still putting on cracking matches. Oh, mate, he's, he's brilliant. He is, you know, uh, he was, it was a pleasure meeting him. Uh, uh, that was New Orleans, actually. That was at uh, WrestleCon, but that was, that, that was the worst organised WrestleCon ever. There was mega, mega issues with that one. It was, if you put it on a convention, it's got it's got to be super organised. It was too small, mate. The, the venue, it was ridiculous. Was it? Yeah, how many yeah. Did they have in there? Uh, I don't know offhand, mate. But uh, they learned the hard way. I, I wrote a, I wrote a message in, you know, to the people that are running it. Yeah. I I told them where they went wrong. Anyway, following year when we were in California, when we were in San Jose and San Fran, uh, yeah. it, it was in a hotel. And uh, there was plenty of room, and it, it was it was brilliant. The following year, they really atoned for their error. That's it. Well, you, you learn from your mistakes, don't you? That one they did down in London, the PSI one. That I know there are a few issues. It was mainly due to uh, the, the photo scheduling, just the way it had been scheduled yeah. and stuff, and they had, the way they had people queuing to have photos at tables. But yeah. They were taking them for photo ops and stuff, and just uh, 
they haven't quite worked that out perfectly, really. I think they've stuck. I think Wrestle kind of stuck with hotels now because that was just like I can't remember what the name of that building was in New Orleans. Um, but yeah, they, they seem to just do hotels because of the size of the hotels. Um, you know, they do it in like a main hall in the hotel now. Yeah, they have a lot of space in their auditoriums are better, aren't they? But uh, you know, they've learned they've learned from that because it was an absolute. You know, I, I messaged them and I wasn't trying to be awkward or anything. I just I was trying to be constructive. You've got to tell them though, and yeah, anything yeah, anything like that. Obviously, the year later they've learned from it and smashed Oh, it absolutely, out. mate. And I'm sure I, you know, I was one of hundreds that's probably contacted them, and they got back to me. Uh, that's but, it. But I mean, it was five years ago now. It was a long time ago, but yeah. Well, hopefully this year's one will run smooth. I bet it. I bet it will. You know, my issue with New York and that. Go on. It's too spread. The, the the events are too spread out. You've got to do a yeah, lot. Yeah, that's what a couple of people have said that it, to me. I was tempted to go next year because it's in Tampa Bay. Oh, uh, mate, how uh, good's that going to be? Some are taken to Orlando, so uh, uh, so maybe next year will be the one, and we'll go to Mania, and we'll go to Orlando as well. So that's what I'm thinking. But uh, try and get a pass off the misses, but I don't know, you know. Hey, well, there you have it. I was going to say as well. Um, if anyone's over in uh, New York for Mania. I know so Carval was doing a uh, uh, shenanigans with Kevin Nash again this year. So, oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, that sounds like a really good event. Yeah. If I was over in the States, I'd be heading to that. There so, is uh, so many, they put so many events on now. It is crazy. You know, all like, obviously all the independents, like, you'll, you'll know this anyway. The scheduling now c- compared to even four or five years ago, there's so much going on. There's hundreds of things going on. Yeah, you never know, TNT might be there next year, obviously. Well, I'll tell you what, mate, that'll be bloody amazing. I hope I hope so. It'd be nice to see, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would, mate, it would. That'd That'd get you an international show. You know, pro progress of progress of ran shows over there, mate, aren't they? You can't you know Oh exactly. You can do uh, it. I think they're a year or two ahead of us. Oh yeah. uh, Hey but catch them though one day. I I I can see it, mate. Honestly, I think that's that's the next that'll be the next thing, America, mate. You never know, could happen, buddy. Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so uh, I, I just wanted to ask you, um, so who would you want to meet if um, if you could meet any any wrestlers now? Who would you want to meet? You're, you're, you're turning me into interviewee now, aren't That's you? It, yeah, yeah. On my own people show. Wanna know, people want to know. They need, they need the opinions. Right, background. <laughs> back, uh, right, re- repeat that, sorry, just so I don't get it wrong. So, we, you know, yeah. talking about conventions, who would you most want to meet? Like, out of all um, the legends and stuff. Obviously, stars. all right. Who have you not met and who would you like to meet? I'll echo, I'll echo it again, Mike, Mr. Angus. Yeah. I will echo it. Take us up there, but that would be to do it with my dad. Uh, I'd like to meet uh, Joe uh, Joe Hennig. Uh, what the hell? What's his name? Uh, Animal. I'd like to meet Animal. Oh, yeah, Joe. Joe, I like say. Uh, I was going to say bloody Mike, then. He's, he's, bit, he's, not, he's, he's really sound animal, actually. Yeah. I, I don't know why I forgot his surname. You know me, mate. I'm, I'm well versed on me. But yeah, yeah, I'd like to meet Joe Laurinaitis, definitely. Um, who else, man? I, do you know who I haven't met? Uh, he, was bu- he was busy. There was a queue. Um, I think this was in New York, but it was when he was just starting to do the DDP yoga. So he's beside um, DDP, obviously. Uh, Jake Roberts. Oh, yeah. I, I met Jake Roberts. In about 2000 at an all-star show. Did you, yeah? And I think he was having a bit of a tough time at the yeah. time, but he was still that aura about him. He was such a, such a legend, Jake Roberts. 
who else, man? It's so hard to. I, there's a there'll be a fair few. You know, I've done. I've met Flair. That was a good one. Uh, yeah. Michaels to a certain extent, but I was never. I was Brett when I. Um, yeah. Uh, X Pack. I'd like to meet. Oh yeah, hey, I tell you, I've got a funny story about X Pac. Um, when we were in uh, Miami, yeah, after the Hall of Fame, there, I managed to because I wore my smart suit. Yeah, I went to the. I found the, the hotel they were staying, and uh, all the fans were queued up outside waiting for autographs. But I just walked straight in, had my suit on, and went to the bar. So I started getting a few drinks in. Yeah, X Pac came up to me and went, "Hey man, where where are the prawns?" And I was like, oh, pardon, pardon, Sean, what was that? Where are the prawns? And I was like, oh, I've got no idea what you're talking about. And then, like, the, basically the buffet had just been cleared away. Yeah. And he was he was trying to get some prawns for his lunch. Oh, like, no. What's going on? He, um, he came up to me, I was in the bar getting a brevy, and he's like, hey, dude. We were, get, we were getting our uh, we were getting our flight back home in 2015. And uh, I tell you now, his missus at the time... Uh, him and his missus were in the airport terminal, yeah, going absolutely ballistic at one another. I said to me mate Dowie, I said, I'll go and speak to him in a minute, yeah. I, I left the mic. That wasn't the time to go and ask him for a photo and a bit of a chat. Oh, definitely. He yeah, was no, he was time. getting they were having a they were having a full full on blazing row in the terminal, mate. Oh god. You, you couldn't you couldn't have scripted it, I tell you. It was so fun. Yeah. It was funny oh, watching that's it. it. That- that's a that's a private moment, don't it? That's uh, when you're like, leaving, leaving to it, or if anything, just uh, calm them down. <laughs> I was just like, oh crikey, right? Well, well yeah, I'll just go in. Uh, I'll get my bags checked in. And I'll have a beer upstairs, I think. Yeah, they'll leave them so that that'll be okay. <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, yeah. So um, we've got that full of the wrestling convention coming. That should be a good laugh. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm who am I meeting at that? I'm thinking I'm meeting uh, Undertaker, obviously. Uh, Sid, I've not met before. Sid's a good one, mate. Yeah, I, I, I have. I had a ticket for, for Sid for last year in Leeds, but it got cancelled. So hopefully he'll make it over for this one. And uh, Brutus Beefcake, I've never met Brutus Bru- before. Brut Isle, Brut Isle's the late great gorilla. Said Brut Isle's a good one to go and see. I know he's. Uh, I know he's had a bit of stick off the off a few fans who say he's just Hogan's buddy. But you know he was he was a trendsetter. You know he, he was, was a good. Uh, he was a he was great. He was great, mate, and he was good in the ring as well. Exactly. He, he, he put so, on a good. He, sort of. he put on a good match considering he was gimmick. Uh, get your words out. He was gimmick led. He could go. He he was he was good. Like he was quite um, ahead of his time. I thought the style. Yeah, and him and uh, Greg Dama Valentine were a good tag. They were very good, mate. Well. They were very good. Yeah. Dream team. <laughs> yeah, the dream team. There was some. But, uh, yeah. They um. You know, he, he'll be great to meet. I think. And, uh, I think so know. too, mate. Yeah. So yeah, just uh, so yeah, I'm not. Uh, I've met uh, you know Brett and, and Rick are the headliners. I met both of them guys before. Brett's uh, really sound, and the nature. You just never know what the nature's going to do. Seen him so many times at different things, uh, and you know sometimes he's he's just uh, Rick rolling, and other times he's going nuts. But uh, he's always good banter. I know that for sure. So uh, what what's he said uh, to you in the past, Mike? Oh, I've seen him a couple of times. One of the one that made me giggle was at uh, 
Wales Comic Con, which was like a family-friendly gig. Yeah. And he's like looking for any women in the audience. He's like, if any uh, any women are here, I want to come back. I'm in the I'm going to be in the opera bar in Chester <laughs> this evening where I'm staying. And you know, come down and have a drink with the mates and any lucky ladies might get you. Right, Space Mountain! <laughs> oh, oh like, no. Cracking out the classic lines out of oh. pissing myself. <laughs> oh, Mike, I'll tell you, mate. Yeah, and uh, at that uh, Intercontinental Hotel in Miami, it was. Uh, yeah. He just got his second Hall of Fame ring that evening with the Four Horsemen. Yeah. And his whole family were there with him. And he was um, he was having photos with Sonny, first of all, posing it up. Yeah. And then he. Uh, he, he, he was sitting at a table a little bit away from the bar and they were seriously understaffed at the bar that night. There was about four of them on. You know, when, when bearing in mind, everyone from the Hall of Fame had just come back. Uh, you know, like, there was literally legends dotted about and, like, yeah. all the current superstars there and everything. And um, the bar were understaffed. But the nature was on a table away from the bar. And it, it's, it's, it was, you know, chatter, but it wasn't noisy in there. Yeah. And the next minute you hear... Waitress! Waitress! This waitress is glass collecting near the nature table. Yeah. And he's like, he's holding a hundred dollar bill up. And he's like, I've got a hundred dollar bill. And it's a tip for you when you get me some drinks for the table. Oh my <laughs> he's like, God. a Ric Flair promo on a waitress. Oh this my has, This woman obviously doesn't know who he is. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh no. And then, like, literally, she, she got him his drinks and fair play to him. He gave him the $100 bill, but it's just like, imagine if he didn't know who he was. It's like, oh, no, no what's happening there? It's crazy, mate. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, I mean, but it was like, it was legendary. It just, it just adds to that to who he is. He is the nature boy, you know. Yeah, it, there was a, a promo we cut once. I think it was on Randy Orton in about 2003 that made me, it always makes me giggle. And uh, he's talking about how when he checked checked into his hotel in England, and he's like, "I checked in this morning, and I had to show the woman my passport." And she said, "I said the name's Ric Flair," and she said, "How do you spell that?" And he goes, "F A M O U S." Oh my God! <laughs> Only him. But uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, he makes me giggle. He's he is a legend in there. Uh, you know, fair play to him. Some of his matches are just amazing. Yeah. If you ever watch that Nature Boy collection and stuff, there's yeah, some, I often yeah. Cracking matches. Yeah, you know, man. To think about the years he was wrestling, how many matches he had and everything. That yeah. is, uh, you know, and uh, you know he gets it. People give wrestlers stick about stuff, but Ric Flair is a legend. You know, he's such a character, and you know. He might do some crazy stuff, but at the end of the day, you know, he's done all that for the business. It's like, yeah, you know, legend. Testament, <laughs> testament to him, isn't it? You know, he's a hell of a exactly. hell of a guy, mate. Hell of a right, yeah, Mike. Have you read his book as well? Um, no, you know, I'm saying him. I can advance that straight away. No, no, not obviously. No, no, I haven't. Come to it's think a really of good it. one. I've read um, like all the wrestling books. I have like a collection. Yeah. Uh, I've got loads of them signed and stuff. That's yeah. a good way to meet them at the, uh, you know, at the signings and stuff. So uh, yeah, I've got the Nature's book signed there. But uh, but one of my friends will uh, hate me for telling this story. But uh, it's one of my favourite Ric Flair stories. We we went to uh, when they were doing the first Raw in Manchester in about two thousand and three. Yeah. Um, 
mate. It was the first time it had been broadcast in the UK, and I had tickets for it. But on the, on the um, like two days before, it must have been the, uh, maybe been the Thursday when the show was on the Monday. On the yeah. Thursday before in Sheffield, that was when Rick was doing his book signing at WH Smith's. Right. So I was in Leeds at the time at university, so I popped over to Sheffield to meet yeah. the Nate. And one of my good friends, I won't mention him by name because he'd be embarrassed, but one of my good friends was at university there. Yeah. And I rang him and said, oh, I'm going to meet uh, going to meet the Nate. Uh, you should come down. So he, he was at a lecture and came down afterwards. So I'd already met Nate, got my autograph, got my book, had a photo with him and everything. Yeah. And my mate got there just as it was wrapping up. Yeah. And he, and he got in the queue and he went up to the Nate and he was really nervous. And he and he said, oh, Rick, I'm uh, really l- looking f- forward to seeing you on Monday, m- Monday at, R- at Raw, Rick, you know. And Rick just looked up at him and, and, and said, do I? And my mate was like, what? what? And the next second, Rick just gestured the security. And he just came and carried me back to like. <laughs> oh, my God, man. So oh. I don't quite know what the misunderstanding was there. Yeah. Obviously, Rick Flair had fought me, mate, and just said something crazy to him. He was, he was... And Rick's only response was, do I? He... And then he just got caught in a way. Well, your mate... <laughs> Your mate's the polar opposite to me with Barry Darso then. I was too much. You're too OTT. Yeah, so me and him me and him are polar opposite. Like, Mike, uh, just just to wrap it up, can you just uh, repeat when the TNT show is? Uh, give it the title, just let the listeners know. Yeah, of course. So we've got yeah. TNT, Supreme Extreme, and it's on Thursday the 18th of April. It's going to be a great night. Yeah. Uh, tickets available now on Ringside World or through ourselves if you want to yeah. message us direct on Facebook. We've got um, VIP is £40, and with that, you get to meet the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. And uh, early entry into the into the show, get to the bar, get yeah. your good seats. And then um, we've got um, normal entry tickets are £20 for this show. Yeah. And uh, we are expecting it to sell out. It, yeah, it will. capacity is yeah. probably going to be, I think we can hold uh, between 400 and 500 in that venue. And I do think it's going to sell out this one. So, uh, yeah, get yourselves down early. Yeah. Uh, get your tickets in off me, myself and Jay. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to seeing you there. There will be an after party. It'll be uh, be a, a bit of a late night, that one, I think. But uh, we've got that to look forward to. And, uh, yeah, TNT will be doing what they always do and smash it off the park. It'll be, it'll be a sellout, like you say. That's it, we- yeah. And then uh, other shows I've got coming up. I've yeah. Got, um, Wrestle Island is on the 5th of May. Yeah. Sunday the 5th of May. That's uh, been changed venue now to in what that's going to be in Wallasey on the world. That's a really good family friendly show. My family uh, are from there, the Mike. Working on that, yeah. Oh well, mate, get yourself down to that. Be a yeah. be a good show as always. And that venue is a little bit smaller, so uh, get your tickets in early for that because um, Pete's shows have all sold out for the last year or so, and this venue is a little bit smaller, so we're expect- definitely expecting this to sell out. Right. Okay. So uh, if you're thinking of coming to that, get your tickets in early and. Uh, yeah, it should be a great show. We've got the uh, Full of a Wrestling Convention, 27th, 28th. Hoping to catch up with everyone at that. And uh, I'll be out and about doing, doing my thing. So, uh, yeah, give us a shout-out anytime, mate. If they do, hey, I tell you what, mate, if WWE want the event centre uh, redoing, you know, like Mooney did back in the day, I think you're the man for the job. Yeah, oh, mate, I'm up for doing anything like that. <laughs> that was a good, that was good, that good plug-in. Good plug-in, I like yeah. it. 
Oh, no worries at all, buddy. Yeah, and great to speak to you as always. No, thank you very much, mate. I know you're busy with work and you know everything going on uh, with the with TNT. So no pleasure to get you on, and uh, you know it's it's great. I love I love the stories, mate, and I oh, like awesome, mate. and I like hearing about you know what's going on. Um, you know it's great great to have an update uh, with TNT and what's going on, mate. So yes, thank you very much, Mike Mad Dog Angus, for coming on today. Not the way at all, buddy. Catch up with you soon, all right? Take care, mate. Okay. See you, mate. Thanks very much. All right, bye. 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 Big thank you to the Zangwills for supplying me with the tune New Heights in the intro. So that's Zangwills, New Heights. Get streaming, get listening. Great band. My cousin's band and uh, chuffed a bit that they've allowed me to use their song. Fantastic.
Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.